I feel like there was something in the air because it was early days of quarantine. Mm. Also, it was a very nice day outside. So I'm not sure if everyone had like the spring has sprung mentality, but a lot of factors were in the air, I would say. This is Katie. And like me, and I'm sure most of you, her first bit of panic over this pandemic led her to the grocery store. Except her story takes a different turn than most. So the first encounter I had was at the pharmacy. And I go, say, pick up my prescription. It's not ready yet. So I'm standing at the counter area. And I do see a guy sort of like looking over towards me. And I'm not even kidding, like with no at all uh, sort of introduction. He was like, do you come here a lot? Um, Do you want to go out sometime? (laughs) And I just like start honestly burst out laughing. This is not like my finest moment, but um, start chuckling, laughing. And then my name is called, they're like Rayford. So I'm like, I gotta go pick up my prescription and sort of dodge that one pretty quickly. (laughs) So then, I'm going to the grocery store, which is next door. And I am in the hummus section, a very important staple oh. in my diet. Mm. Um, and a guy comes over to me. And unlike pharmacy guy, he's actually talking to me. <laughs> and then he kind of bluntly um, is like, can I get your number or uh, can I give you mine? And again, I'm just like, what is happening? So I start laughing again and then I... Uh, sadly told him that I'd be only going home with my hummus that day. So (laughs) I might use this opportunity. Uh, Guy in Westside Market hummus section, if you're listening to this, I was really caught off guard, but I'm kind of into it. Reach out to Man Up and let's see what, what we can do, maybe. Hello and welcome to Man Up. I'm your host, Eamon Ismail, and on this show, we crack questions big and small about manhood. This week, what we can learn from men who are very much still trying to shoot their shot in the middle of a pandemic. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. So I work with Katie. And as she was telling me about hummus guy and pharmacy guy, she has a lot of thoughts about why she's suddenly being hit on left and right. My theory right away, I was like, are guys going to like grocery stores because they know they're higher foot traffic there. Like it's actually a pretty smart dating game, honestly. Like I'm very impressed by any man who has figured out that there's more traffic in these areas and there's no, no one's at bars anymore because we have to not go to those places, right? For um, social distancing purposes. Uh, I also forgot that a, a thing I've been noticing is that there have been people coming out of the woodwork for me that people I haven't seen in a long time. Like not my most recent exes, but like my middle school ex reached out to me recently. Mm. Also, my the strangest one of that is that uh, some guy who lives in Australia 
who I met in Las Vegas my senior year of college for fall break just reached out to me uh, asking how I was dealing with quarantine, um, how it was in New York and the States and how Australia hasn't really gotten there yet. And then he started FaceTiming me. So now I'm like FaceTiming with an Australian man that I haven't seen since 2012. <laughs> so I feel like this virus has been teaching us a lot about how we interact and what's kind of real and what's important and necessary and what isn't. Like, is there a lesson that we should be learning? I, th- I think the answer is that. I think it's like getting to know people. I know that we live a million miles a minute. I know I personally live a million miles a minute. Um, and it has made me like be more receptive to people that have reached out, you know, like when middle school boyfriend reached out, ex-boyfriend reached out or Australia guy reached out, right? Like it's it's welcoming. I've, I find it personally very welcoming to, for me. Right on. Uh, is there anything that you've learned about men in particular throughout this whole situation? Especially in light of like what happened at the grocery and pharmacy. So I would say um, they're bold. If the world is ending, like, why not just go for it? So I think that's good. It can be good until a certain point. Like, obviously, don't shoot your shot in a very uh, uncomfortable or um, worse than that, like, offensive way. But... I think it has emboldened men, for sure. Um, I think it's also maybe taking people out of their comfort zone, which is nice. Uh, they don't, they can't necessarily hide behind. If you want to meet someone in person, you can't hide behind a million shots at a bar or um, a million friends that sort of like, you know, bros in circles, like pumping each other up. You kind of have to like go fend for yourself a little bit. So um, I hope grocery store guy wasn't just trying to find a woman who can make him pasta or, you know, some hummus dip situation in my case. Um, but I do think that, yes, men are bolder, um, a little bit taking more risks. Um, I hope it changes men for the better. I really, really do. I heard another story that tracks with Katie's theory. It's about a guy named Jeremy who posted on Instagram that he was crushing on the woman on the rooftop across from his window. I am quarantined all alone. It is just me, myself, and not my roommate is in Minnesota with his family. Uh, yeah, so I'm just cooped up, hunkered down, just looking out my windows. I happened to see this girl dancing across on the roof across the street, and I don't know, I felt this like weird energy that I just wanted to say hi to her, so I just went and I said hi to her. And by just went to say hi to her, he means he wrote his number down on a piece of paper, taped it to a drone, and flew it over to her roof. We've been texting, and we FaceTimed a couple times, and then we plan to go on our date tomorrow night. So it's gonna be gonna be fun, and we're not. We're also gonna be social distancing while we go on our date. So yeah, we're gonna go on a virtual date, but I don't want to spare any details besides that because I want it to be kind of a surprise, a little a little romantic. I, ha- I do have an idea. I hope it works. I hope it works. That's all I'm saying. The fact that we're all on lockdown and that things could very likely be getting worse doesn't discourage him at all. I guess it would be possible that I'd be in a long-distance relationship with a girl that lives across the street from me. <laughs> so, what's going on with these stories? Are guys afraid to go it alone for the next month or two? Or is it something else? After the break, we're going to hear a story about a certain dating app where men, I've been told, never have a problem being bold about what they want. 
and now that no one can meet up, they're not quite sure what to do. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I haven't been on Grindr. I was going to say I haven't been on it in a few days, but I really go on it every day. Um, I sort of always have it on in the background. This is Andrew Kahn, and he recently wrote this piece for Slate called The Guys Are Wild on Grinder Right Now. There are people who download it and delete it and download it and delete it, or who only use it when they want to find sex that minute. These days, I just sort of pop in see if I have any messages, and leave. There was a period at the beginning of the social distancing phase of all this when some people had really adopted it and some people had not. Uh, And that was the period when I sort of had some more friction with people. While he isolates in his New York apartment, Andrew has been seeing the crisis unfold from a unique vantage point. From the perspective of horny guys on Grinder, to be specific, he's been having to turn down guys looking to hook up, and he's tired of explaining to them that they should stay home too. There was one guy who basically told me I was making it all up and that it was in my head and that I shouldn't believe what I read in the news. Uh, and this was like already when people were really starting to hunker down. Um, and he told me I was being melodramatic. Uh, and that was, that was very, very frustrating. Um, but he just like wanted sex and in the most non-pejorative sense is like a slutty guy who likes to have fun and didn't want to hear otherwise. I'm trying to understand why some people aren't afraid of coronavirus and their desire for sex is trumping public safety concerns. Could you help me understand why those people are still out there trying to get laid? I think one thing to understand about the gay experience of disease uh, is that for many gay men, it's basically a matter of principle not to associate sex with fear. During the HIV epidemic, gay men were told in no uncertain terms that the way to stop getting sick and dying was to stop having sex forever, and that their pleasure and their sexual and romantic connections meant absolutely nothing. They were also told that by having sex, they were spreading the epidemic and they were infecting, quote unquote, innocence. And so you can imagine how not only people who live through that, but people who sort of live um, in the wake of that, and HIV is still present. These dynamics are still present, even if it's not the 80s and the 90s. You can imagine how people would respond negatively to this kind of public health message. Coronavirus is very different than AIDS, and a lot of people have 
spoken intelligently about the similarities and differences, but just on the level of an emotional trigger for some people or on the level of a mental framework. If you're thinking about it the way that you would normally think about sex and disease, if you are thinking about it as though it were a sexually transmitted infection and somebody's telling you, you shouldn't be having sex with other people because you might spread this infection, it might feel a lot like the very damaging conversations that happened in the past and still sometimes happen around HIV. Have you given any thought into what happens now and what happens next? Like, are you going to continue to be using your phone and using the internet to hook up with people or are you going to be maybe trusting it less? What do you think? Yeah. Well, the first thing I'll say is I've had dry spells before this might be nine months. Uh, this might be nine months, but high school was four years. So um, it is something that can be survived. I hope, mm. I hope it's not that. Um, like, more seriously, I think in terms of my own dating life, it may become um, more of a dating life and less hookup focused. A lot of my sex life is focused around hookups. Another thing that I would note just in the background is that hookup culture and particularly gay and queer sex culture um, has changed a lot over time. There have been periods of relative openness in the 10s and 20s and clampdowns in the 30s, 40s, and 50s, and opened back up in the 60s. And there was a real flourishing of public sex spaces in the 60s and 70s that then over the ensuing decades were sort of shut down in stages. There used to be more bars in the East Village where people would have sex openly or hook up openly. And now there's really only one uh, bar of this kind in all of New York that I won't name because... They used to have two locations, and one of them was already shut down. So sex culture is a really dynamic thing, uh, and it changes over time. But people are horny and sexy and looking for sex and looking for love, and they usually manage to find a way somehow. That can be more or less dangerous depending on the external constraints put on them by society, but they usually find a way. When we come back, we'll hear from a guy who's been trying extra hard to make sure that this outbreak doesn't get in the way of his dating life. Stick around. For me, I got a I got a bit of a jump on the whole quarantine thing because I was at a conference where I came in contact with a confirmed case, so I spent two weeks roughly in quarantine, including the last time um, when things were a little bit more normal in Denver anyway. Zach, as you can hear, is an old hand with social distancing, and he has a jump on quarantine dating life too. A kind of cruel twist of fate 
is that on the gal that I went on the first FaceTime date with, when I was in quarantine, I got out over the weekend, and I texted her and was excited about doing a socially distanced date or something, and then that day, her roommate spiked a fever, and now she's in quarantine, so we, like, virtually high-fived on the way in and out, and so... We'll have to do more quarantine FaceTime dates again. But I've found that people are more receptive to to doing a FaceTime chat because I think everyone's kind of struck by the existential threat in a way. And they're like, well, we've got to do something. Dude, I'm, I'm so afraid of the idea of a FaceTime date. Even if yeah. I'm like FaceTiming my relatives or friends, I always look like a bird or like a fish. You know, because like the angle isn't right, and it's like it's kind of like weird to hold it and talk. Like, how, how oh, what is a, the virtual date like? Oh man, Eamon, it's not natural. I mean, like you kind of have to go into it, kind of being how like when I do improv, I go into it being like, hey, I'm not gonna be, I'm not gonna look cool. Like this is not gonna be. <laughs> <laughs> you're not gonna come out of this being like, ah, this is this is perfect. I mean, it's less than ideal, but I think knowing having those realistic expectations going into it of just like, okay, the the potential person is going to look a little different on FaceTime than they may in real life. I'm, I may not be looking my absolute best, but at the end of the day, I just kind of do, do what you can. Um, I'm always try to look for the good, good lighting. Also try to think about what's behind you too. Um, I like to, I'm really into nature, especially in Colorado. That's kind of comes with the territory. Um, and so I try to shift it so that I have a bunch of my nature photographs hanging up. So, you know, I'm, I, you gotta be strategic about it. I mean, I'm, I'm married now, but I remember going on like a bunch of first dates and being so scared, right? Cause I feel like yeah. uh, there's so much weight put on first impressions and you really have this idea of how you want it to go and. And as soon as things start to not go that way, I don't know, I get all sweaty and weird. Uh, I, oh, I can yeah. only imagine how much more uncomfortable virtual dates are. Or are they actually not so bad? Like, what do you what do you think? How do they compare with real life in-person dates? Um, I mean, like, with virtual dates, you, you do lose some of the body language um, outside of, you know, facial expressions. But it is, you still get tone you still learn a lot about someone if there's that rapport i guess to be honest i i wasn't really thinking too much about that just more of like okay let's just try to get to know them and go from there why not stop like why not just put your dating life on pause oh because i i think similar to setting an alarm every night before you go to sleep i think dating is one of the most optimistic things that you can do um, because dating to me says there's going to be another side to this. There is going to be a world worth pursuing love in at the end of the day. And so continuing to date is just a very hopeful thing that is keeping me positive because if you, if I were to stop dating, that's kind of a, a giving up in a way. But I, at the same time, I totally understand like why someone might want to take a pause because I've, you know, I've I've had my heart broken and you need time to heal from that, and so I I get that. But there is, um, I think that dating is important now for me, 
as ever because it's still worth going for like one of the most fundamental things about humans. Damn, Zach, you're romantic as hell. Uh, I've been on like the opposite end of that where I've been kind of afraid that this is like the post-apocalyptic future. Sure. You know? Uh, oh yeah, no, it's scary. It's I and if I were to tell you that it's not scary, I'd be lying. I just I really I I find myself spiraling really quickly if I'm like, "Oh, well this is it now and here here we go." You know, like I don't maybe it's maybe it's dumb. You know, maybe it is just kind of like a put your head in the sand a little bit, but I don't know how else to to do it and i'm trying to this is the most authentic way that i can be for for my to myself in a way to try to just keep my keep my sanity is it really about like finding a relationship and making a connection with someone that's gonna last or is it really just about dating and keeping it fun i've it's a really excellent question i think that there is a degree of yes there's a this is kind of an escape a fun way to to go about it but also i'm i mean i'm definitely hoping to foster a relationship through this like extended old fashioned courtship i guess of just to talk without really any ability to do things together i mean we are together but alone at the same time so it's a it's a weird juxtaposition but i think that um i guess in my wildest dreams that it would find someone who you know continue to get to know each other and enjoy each other's company virtually and then it would naturally transition to the real world once that's allowed to happen i mean i'm i I love romantic comedies and so i (laughs) i think that what would i I'd be lying if I said I wasn't hoping to find a quarantine sweetheart that may transition into something serious on the other end, but I'm just (laughs) aiming each time I I am like, oh, this is the gal, this is the one, and then something happens, I'm like, nope, that was not it, I gotta gotta stop, (laughs) So, so I guess I'm just trying to stop myself from becoming my worst enemy still. I feel like we all deserve a quarantine sweetheart, so can't blame him for shooting a shot. And that's the show. Thank you so much for listening. We also want to know how the men in your life are changing right now. Are they showing you a different side of themselves, for better or worse? Or are you a man who's been seeing things differently? What other stories should man up tell in this pandemic? Call us at 805-626-8707. That's 805-MAN-UP-07. Or you can always email us at manup at slate.com. And don't forget to make sure you're subscribed because we've got new shows every week and believe me, you do not want to miss out. Man Up is hosted and written by me, Eamon Ismail. It's produced by Cameron Drews. Our editors are Jeffrey Bloomer and Lowen Liu. Gabriel Roth is the editorial director of Slate Podcasts and June Thomas is a senior managing producer of Slate Podcasts. We'll be back next week with more Man Up.
It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply.